Hello guys, hope you are all well. Welcome back again to the Philosophy of Strength podcast. Today's episode should be quite a bit shorter than some of the ones that I have done recently. They've gotten up into that 30-40 minute mark. I think I might have done one that actually got close to an hour. And it's really just going to depend on the topic that I have at hand. Today's topic is really a nice simple straightforward one i'd imagine this will be wrapped up in about 15 minutes but i could be wrong i could go on a big rant we'll have to see so today's topic is all about how to grow your arms how to grow some pythons the gun show and it's obviously a really common area of interest especially for men especially for young men i know when i first got into training i was wondering how to get bigger arm size and like most things like most of the stuff that i cover in the podcast try to distill it down and make it as simple as possible so hopefully you'll come away from this podcast with some really simple actionable things that you can work on to develop your arms So before I get into any of the practical recommendations, I just want to give a disclaimer and that is to say that unfortunately, like any muscle group or any amount of muscle development in our body, a lot of it comes down to genetics. Bodybuilders will talk about these things called muscle insertions. So some people essentially have muscle insertions in their arms that make it easier for them to create that kind of bicep peak that you'll see on people who have really good arm development and some people regardless of where their insertions are also will just be more inclined to gain muscle at a faster rate and that's unfortunately just genetics and just to give you a quick little story that really hit this home to me The last powerlifting meet I did, I believe that was um, sometime around April 2019, I think. I think it was down in Limerick. Um, I remember waiting to go out to do my bench and the guy who ended up winning the bench press in that weight division was standing next to me. And he was having a conversation with one or two other people. And they're just remarking on how gigantic this guy's arms were. I mean, it looked like he was already a bodybuilder and he was just a powerlifter. This guy's arms were huge. And so they were asking him about what his routine was for his arms. They were saying, like, okay, you must be doing curls like multiple times per week and tricep pushdowns and all those kinds of exercises. And this guy claims swore that he does absolutely no direct arm work whatsoever that he just does the basics of like bench press uh pull-ups rows um all the the big lifts basically and no curls or tricep extensions and that just made us all feel like okay you know there's obviously a limit to the amount of arm development you can get if this guy isn't even trying that hard and his arms are bursting out of his t-shirt so you know there's nothing wrong with striving to make your arms bigger but just be realistic about where where you're likely to get to 
you know, this is going to help you develop your arms, but only Arnold Schwarzenegger can have biceps like Arnold Schwarzenegger, or only people who are born with that kind of genetic ability. And that's the same for other muscle groups, whether it's chest, uh, legs, calves, whatever. Okay, so with that depressing fact out of the way, and taking your genetics for what they are, because it's kind of a redundant point to discuss because you can't really do anything about it, at least not until we get genetic engineering involved some point in the future. Let's talk about what you should be focusing on to try to maximize your arm growth and development as much as possible. So, as always, the most important things that are going to give you biggest bag for your biggest bang for your book, the big money exercises, it's going to be getting stronger on those multi-joint major lifts. So, you're when we're talking about the arms, you have upper arm and you have lower arm or forearm. The upper arm is comprised of the biceps and the triceps. The lower arm or forearm is composed of a lot of smaller muscles that make up your grip muscles. So we need to be targeting all of those to make your arms grow. So triceps mostly involved in elbow extension, that's their main function. They're also involved in shoulder extension as well. Um, so we're looking to do pushing exercises. They're going to be the main way that we're going to develop our triceps. So if you're just starting off, you could get a lot of strength and muscle development out of just doing something like push-ups. If you're not already to do, if you're not already able to do push-ups for 20 plus reps, then those are a great exercise to go with. And certainly I have a lot of beginning strength training clients just work on those until they can bust the mouth with very minimal effort. Any kind of compound pushing exercise, I think that a good strength training program should have horizontal and vertical pushing, not necessarily just for tricep development, but also just for overall functional strength and having the mobility to lift your arms up overhead and hold something in that position is good in my opinion. But so you need to work on pushing exercises. So it could be push-ups, could be dips, could be overhead press, it could be a bench press. Any kind of multi-joint pushing exercise is going to give you the majority of your tricep development. Similarly for the biceps and the gripping muscles, they're going to get worked by pulling exercises. So chin-ups, pull-ups, any kind of row. Um, and actually those gripping muscles will also get developed to a high degree by getting your deadlift up. I like to see guys being able to do a bench press with at least their body weight, kind of pushing up towards 1.25 times body weight. Press should be working towards a body weight overhead press. And yeah, you should also be able to bust this dozens of push-ups if you need to, should be able to do a good few dips as well. Just working towards those strength standards while consuming a calorie surplus with plenty of protein is going to develop the arms to a huge, huge extent, as was evidenced by that powerlifter guy who did no arms whatsoever, but had massive ones because he actually, excuse me, he actually 
went on to win the bench press in that weight category. So um, there's that, but there is also a room room for moving on from that then when you reach the intermediate stage, because what happens is you'll reach um, a point in your strength development on those compound exercises where you could do a really tough session on the overhead press, for example, and you might do four or five really heavy sets and you've kind of emptied the tank on what you can do in terms of good quality work on that exercise. But that doesn't mean that you couldn't maybe do a little bit more work specifically for the triceps themselves, because the triceps aren't always going to be the limiting factor to how much you can push overhead. You're also using a huge amount of delts in that movement as well, a little bit of upper chest. So just because you've done all your work on the overhead press for that day, you could also probably put more work into your tricep muscles by working an isolation exercise, like say a tricep push down with a band or a cable, for example. You can do this when you're a beginner. I just think that you may as well use those beginner superpowers I've talked about before to try to maximize as much strength gain as you can on those big compound exercises because they are going to provide the bulk of your gains in your arms and everywhere else on your body. But when you hit that intermediate stage and you start kind of hitting your first few plateaus, that's when there's an argument to then start working those isolation movements because not only are they going to allow you to grow a little bit more muscle, but that muscle can then actually contribute to the main lifts continuing to go up. So in terms of what those isolation exercises look like, I don't think it really matters too much. There is now some research coming out um, suggesting that this whole idea of the mind-muscle connection that bodybuilders, in fairness to them, have been harping on about for a very long time, um, indicating that that has some merit to it. So I would recommend choosing some kind of a curl that allows you to really feel your biceps working and some kind of an elbow extension isolation exercise that lets you really feel your triceps working. I would say that bands can be great for this, for the triceps that is, because the band challenges you the most in that end, end range of elbow extension where your triceps are fully flexed. So if you're someone who struggles to feel your triceps on a regular elbow extension exercise, the bands can be really good for teaching you how to fully contract those. And who knows, that might somehow carry over to helping your other pushing exercises if you use your triceps a bit more then. But you don't really need to overcomplicate this. Some of my favorite ones that I'll just give as examples for the curls would be the easy curl. I like that exercise a lot because it puts your hands into a nice position. It just seems to be quite healthy for the elbow, especially if you're someone who gets pain doing curls with a straight bar. That easy curl sometimes can allow you to do them pain-free. So easy curl would be one if you can get your hands on one. Um, I do also like the straight bar curls as well, especially if I'm going a little bit heavier, like say in the 8 to 10 range. Cable curls are good if you have a cable machine. Don't really like band curls very much. I don't feel my um, biceps work too much on those. And yeah, I don't know what it is about them. For other people, they could be good. But I tend to try to stay away from bands when I can on exercises 
just because it's kind of hard to gauge if you're making progress on it. It's hard to set it up the exact same way that you did last time. You're never sure if you're using the same amount of tension. And you know, you shouldn't be trying to progressively overload these smaller exercises with the same level of detail that you would a main lift, but it's nice to have some idea of if you're using the same resistance that you did last time. So I wouldn't use bands too much. Um, cable curls, preacher curls, which can be done with dumbbells or with a bar. So those would be some of my favorites for the biceps. Um, hammer curls as well, actually, sorry, are good. And for training the forearms, reverse curls, where your palm is facing the floor, can also be good too. Then for the triceps, tricep pushdowns with the cable machine, doing those with one arm at a time and having a neutral grip on that. They're my personal favorite. They're the ones that I felt my triceps working the hardest on. And one little tip, anytime that you are doing a tricep extension exercise, if you lean forward, so your, your upper body is kind of at about a 45 degree angle, that generally will put a bigger stretch on the tricep and you can feel them working a bit harder than if you were to just stand completely upright. So you've got cable machine pushdowns, band pushdowns, I like a lot for the triceps. The JM press, if you can figure out how to do the um, movement correctly, is really good, but you just need to make sure to go very light on that because it puts your elbows into quite a vulnerable position. If you are quite proficient with regular push-ups, then diamond push-ups which is where you take your hands and you make a diamond shape with them. So you're in a very close um, a very close grip for push-ups. And that's going to essentially turn the push-up into almost a, a purely just elbow flexion exercise. So it's almost like doing a, a push down, but you're in a push-up position. But just be really careful with that exercise, not to attempt it unless really you'd want to be able to do at least 40 push-ups in a row on a regular push-up before trying that. So what else is there that I haven't covered for the triceps? Skull crushers, again, if you don't get any elbow irritation doing them, I like those a lot. The easy curl bar can also be very good for those. I don't like doing them with dumbbells because the dumbbells start to get in the way. You know, you're you're trying really hard not to to knock that wide surface area of the end of the dumbbell off your head when you do those. And some people swear by rolling dumbbell tricep extensions, but I am just not a fan of the lack of control in that movement and how heavy you usually have to go on it to feel your triceps working. Again, for me personally, you might find that they're great. And if you can do them with a light enough weight without going crazy, then by all means, go ahead and do those. So the last thing that I will say, though, just as a really important word of warning with these isolation exercises is not to get in over your head with trying to progressively overload these or going too heavy on them. You do not want to give yourself an elbow overuse injury as overuse injuries go it's one of the harder ones to get rid of. I've probably had some mild level of tendonitis, ten, tendonitis in both of my elbows on and off for two years or longer now. And it's not really bad. It doesn't stop me from training, 
but I do get a little bit of irritation sometimes when I'm doing chin-ups or some elbow extension exercises or curls and um, it's just not something that you want to have and I gave that to myself by getting carried away with going too heavy on um, I think it was really tricep extensions where I did it you know I got to the point where I was just constantly adding weight to that single arm cable push down because I felt really strong on it I was at the point where I was nearly using the full stack on our cable machine in the gym and um, yeah I just got greedy with it and inflamed the elbow and it's never properly cooled down since probably could if I took time off doing all the different exercises that I do and went really light with it but it's just not really a proper injury but they are annoying little things to have a lot of people have reported that they'll just disappear after a while for no specific reason but it's not something that you want to have so you can avoid picking up those kind of elbow issues by um, just being sensible with how you perform these exercises do them all with control no crazy momentum no crazy weights try to actually feel the muscle working try to get loads of blood into the muscle and just as always stick to the minimum minimum effective dose to get a bit of muscle size and then get out of there so that pretty much is all that you need to do to get big arms you need to train those muscles with most of your emphasis being on multi-joint exercises and trying to get stronger on those over time and then the icing on the cake is going to be waiting until you get to the intermediate stage to start peppering in some isolation exercises that will give you that last few percentage of muscle gain those are your curls and extensions and all of that sort of stuff uh, one last thing that I kind of forgot to mention was for getting a little bit more work on those forearm muscles you can look at doing thick grips on certain exercises you've got to be really careful though because it's very easy to overtrain the grip and it's really stupid to burn your grip out on doing some small little exercise and then have that affect your deadlift session for example or the amount of chin-ups that you can do because again that's where you're going to get the majority of your results from so you know if you want to throw a thick grip chin-ups into your program that's fine it'll work your grip a little bit more but just don't get to the point where you're doing four or five different grip exercises during the week and then start wondering why you can't hold on to the bar anymore got to be smart with this stuff as always Okay, that is the podcast done. Much faster one than last time out. Hopefully that was useful and actionable information for you. Any questions, you can let me know. And until next time, stay strong.